Welcome back to another episode of Consciously Clueless, the podcast that teaches you how to live a healthier lifestyle that makes you and the planet happier. The world is changing quickly. Sometimes it feels like you can't keep up. I hear you. You want to make the world a better place. You care, but you don't know where to start. You know taking care of yourself is important, but how? I get it. I have a history of diving into a new endeavor, seeking perfection, and quickly feeling like I failed. Whether it was going vegan or learning how to recycle more, I wish I had guidance to keep me on track and not overwhelmed. I can't lie, the world needs your help. But it doesn't need you to be perfect. This podcast is here to help. Here we go. I'm really excited to be sharing this episode with you. So on September 14th, just last month, depending on when you're listening to this, of 2023, I went to VegFest in St. Paul, Twin Cities VegFest in Minnesota. And usually I go there as an attendee, but this time I had a booth talking all about my podcast and my coaching services, and I did interviews with people that were there, and it was so amazing and so fun to connect with people that listen to the podcast and that want to talk about conscious living. It was honestly one of the best days since starting my podcast and business. So these next few clips are different interviews with a bunch of different guests. I will intro the couple different sections with what question I asked at that time. So you don't have to listen to me ask the same question over and over again. So what I started with was why people were at VegFest. Here is what people had to say. Well, this is like, these are my people, you know? I've been a vegan for about a year now, been vegetarian for six years. I just love animals and you can't really love them and eat them. So I just, you know, I want to get involved in activism, but I'm also here for the food, of course. Of course. I am so excited to be at VegFest to find other like-minded people. Vegan community. People, like-minded people. <laughs> I've been vegan for four and a half years, and it's my first time at a veg fest. It's just incredible to be at a place that has so many, not just vegan options, but it's entirely vegan here, and it's like a dream come true, basically. Because I think it's so amazing to meet people just here in a community who are all like excited about the same thing. I mean, in my life, I go back to just like what humans used to do when we lived in a village. Like everything comes back to that for me. Like when like I was just talking to this other woman about just like women working in a circle together. Like how did this relate to us as a village? And I think people have lost that in our life right now and like in the world. And I think people are trying to seek that in any like ounce that they can. So like things like this are amazing for that because it's, yeah, all united and there is that community. You know, we've been here for the last few years and it's just a really great community event where we get to experience all the other vegetarians and vegans in one spot and learn about all the offerings that the Twin Cities have for us because the world feels like small for a, you know, for a vegan, but actually this makes it feel a lot, a lot more accessible. We want to hang out with our people. We've been vegan for a while and it's kind of culturally like swimming upstream. And so it's kind of nice to just yeah, again, kind of immerse ourselves in the plant-based community and see what resources are out there for us. In this next section, I talked to folks about if they were vegan, how long they had been vegan, what made them investigate that lifestyle, and anything else they've learned kind of along the way in that journey. I did leave in a few 
questions from me in one section to highlight a little bit more of the nuance. I was talking to a vegan nurse and deleting all the questions I said wouldn't have really made sense. So just to give you a heads up for what's to come. Probably close to two years to feel very, very good and feel good about it. So me and my husband actually went vegan in September of 2020. Yeah, so he was having some issues like with his throat and he had no idea what it was. He tried going to multiple doctors, literally no like nothing figured it out. Went to ear, nose, throat, went to a like multiple different types of doctors. Nothing did it. So he actually ended up doing a water cleanse where he only drank water for like five days to try and get rid of it. So like the bacteria in his body would kind of whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so when he did that, he had to refeed. So basically, he had to eat everything, like, in very small doses. He started with, like, juice and then went back to, like, the very last two things to introduce were, like, dairy and meat. So we just never reintroduced those things. And we've felt so much different, honestly. Like, especially, like, with my period cramps, like, they don't exist anymore. And I had, like, super, super bad period cramps. Honestly, I've learned so much about, like, and there's going to be so many opposing, like, viewpoints on, like, meat and dairy and all that stuff. And honestly, like, I do it 100% for my health. I don't judge whatever anybody else does, like, to each their own. It has just made me feel so much better. And that's the one thing I've gained from it. Like, obviously, it has huge environmental impacts as well, which is another reason we've continued to do it. And there's hundreds of other amazing things that it helps with but those are probably the top two when i was 29 and i had a good friend that was vegan Mm -hmm. and he dared me to be vegan and i said sure i'll do it and he goes i don't mean for a week i mean for six months so i said okay i'll do it and i never went back and then after that i was completely turned off and the book goes into detail because this is back in the 70s john robbins went to farms and saw how they were factory farming and then talked about every part of it environmental diet and now he and his son ocean have an organization that they're yeah so and wow especially in the 70s like there was less of that conversation public about you know this type of stuff and what was going on in slaughterhouses and stuff and i lived in california and you'd think that would be the mecca but back then it was not but i was in northern california but then i came here in the 80s and it was even worse (laughs) so I lived on that book because he's got recipes in it and then I raised all my kids vegetarian I was watching Cowspiracy and we both had a moment together there was a scene in it where the baby cow was taken from its mother and the mom was running after the baby and at that it just hit me and I never wanted to eat dairy again well she's been vegetarian my mom whole life well 45 years and yes my yes my whole life and I just wanted to be like her we've got a really good relationship and so I kind of strived to be like her and I wanted to be vegetarian and then I kind of left her in the dust (laughs) I I just I listened to an earthling ed ted talk and I realized you know cognitive dissonance and I just I love cows and I didn't want to harm the dairy cows and I was like I would never want to be separated from my mom so I don't want to separate other babies from their moms. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, we grew up with the idea that, yeah, you, you know, you needed meat to live, right? You know, you would die without without protein, eating meat. Protein. Yeah, we, and then when the, the veil came back from that lie and then realized that 
not only is this not helping us, but it's actually harming us. Right. As the the founder of Jay Selby's had that in his his mission statement for a while, and so I that really resonated with me. And it's just like, yeah, what what else have we been lied to? And started just researching and and you know just changed a little bit at a time and yeah. and you know moved towards. About eight years now. Once I realized what went into eating meat, I realized I couldn't be a part of that anymore. And so there was just no other choice than to be vegan. And now my husband has also become vegan, and we have two little vegan babies, too. Our kids eat a ton. They're super healthy, and we don't really have any trouble with it at all. Three years? Um, first, it was like the COVID, you know, it's so much, you're so much healthier, so much less likely to you know, suffer consequences, and then it just became, it's also good for the environment and the animals, and it's just, you know, and there's no downside, so. <laughs> I read a book, How Not to Die. I was kind of wondering about weight loss and healthy eating, things like that, and that was the first book I picked up, and it kind of just made a lot of sense to me, and it helped me a lot with weight loss and kind of living healthy, so I've just kind of stuck with it since. Well, first it was about health, but then there's also the environmental and kind of ethics part of it. So it kind of got added later, but I would say health was kind of the, the start for me. I was actually working in the meat department of my local grocery store, and my sister was vegetarian at the time, and she showed me all these PETA videos, and one day it finally clicked, and, you know, I kind of went down the rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> I started, I went vegan for my health. I was blown away when I became friends with a vegan marathon runner. I thought you needed meat for protein for health. And so I just decided to try it. I was going to do it for one week. And I, you know, I never went back. I feel better than ever, healthier than ever. But something that's really interesting for me is I started for my health, but then I, I've shifted now to care so much about the planet and animals. And I'm just like more compassionate for everything in general, even though I was compassionate at, you know, to start. Yeah. But now, yeah, I love animals. I, I got to save them. You know, I got to do what I can. You everything it looks different after you go vegan. And I don't at all miss any of the foods. Not at all. Yeah. And a lot of people think that like it. It makes it so you can only eat less things, but. I really expanded the things I was eating. You get to eat a lot more things because you try a lot better, different things from that you would have never thought of before. It's way tastier than before, which is like the one thing people, people think they have to sacrifice taste, but my diet is way better than it could ever be, than it's ever been. Oh, so I actually, the first time I was vegetarian, I was like five when my older brothers, oh, I know, I know, my older brothers decided to tell me that, that hamburgers were made from cows. And, and you were like... Yeah, I had no I was mad. I was so mad at my parents. I was mad at the I world. Yeah. So we were at a restaurant and they just like ordered me a hamburger off the kid's menu. And I was like, nope, nope. And then I ordered the kids' chicken tenders instead, and then it all kind of came flooding to me of like, oh my gosh, wait, those are chicken tenders. Chickens. Yeah, so I felt, I, I was pretty angry. <laughs> Mainly the environmental impacts and wanting to lower my carbon footprint, and then of course helping animals be in more humane situations is an added benefit as well as health. So you're a vegan nurse. Yeah, I think it's just interesting seeing how, you know, so we like to quote, let food be thy medicine. 
and to see how in the hospital food is not the healthiest yeah. <laughs> you know like ordering a cheeseburger or something you know while you're sick I don't think is right but it no it doesn't and I know I've talked to other healthcare people and asked about like hey okay so someone has like heart problems right. what should we do and it's like oh like lower the salt which is true but I'm, I've mentioned like hey what about like a plant-based diet and it's like nah. You know, so it's not like anything that's remotely talked about. So you feel like you're kind of pushing back against the like norm of healthcare with that belief? Yeah, I think there's a long way to go before that kind of gets incorporated into healthcare. Are any of your colleagues on board or are do they kind of like, what are you talking about, dude? Yeah, I mean, I think I kind of got to a point where I don't really bring it up anymore right. because it's like, yeah, maybe because we're in the Midwest, so... <laughs> People or people are like, oh, I could give up meat, but I could never give up cheese or something. So, so yeah, I just kind of do my own thing, I guess. I rarely have coworkers or patients that are, at least that I see, that are vegetarian or vegan, plant-based. I've been vegan for about three years now. I had a kid who, out of the blue, declared he was going vegetarian. Okay. And I told him that I would try it for a week with him to look like a good dad, <laughs> you know? Because, you know, you want to throw people off a little bit, like keep, it, keep them guessing. And then I started watching YouTube videos. Initially, I was just trying to figure out, like, okay, do I eat shrimp? Do I eat, like, where do I draw the line? Yeah. Yeah. And so by the end of the week, you know, once you open that door, you know. You know what happens. And so by the end of the week, I was like, wow, damn, I think I should go vegan. And I didn't think I could do it. And your son's like, what Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at first I was like, well, I'm going to go as vegan as I can. Which is a great way to go vegan because you don't have the pressure, right? It's like it's easier. But honestly, every if you try to eat vegan, it's pretty it's pretty doable. So like ended up like vegan from there, yeah. So I did it for animals, and then three weeks into it, I was like, oh man, I feel so good, like noticeably better, and like my cholesterol went way down, and like it feels super good to like step out of all the you know factory farming and feel like you're not part of that. Finally, I talked to folks about what advice they would give people who are interested in eating a plant-based diet or nervous to go vegan. Encourage you just to try it out a little bit. You know, you don't have to go all vegan, vegetarian all one day, but, you know, small steps can help. It's hard at first, but you can definitely get used to it. And there's there's more and more options coming out. So I think it's definitely doable for anyone. You can do it at your pace that like you can if you don't like tofu. That's fine. You don't have to be a vegan who eats tofu. You can, you know, try it with just eat an apple. That is vegan. And I think we just need to start there. Yes. So. Yeah. Try eating as you usually do, but eat the vegan substitutes. If you like meatballs, then eat vegan meatballs. Right. You know, there's a lot these days. There's more options than anything. You can you can get a steak sandwich, anything you want. Uh, bacon, egg, and cheese, and you can get it all vegan. So I just recommend trying the vegan options of the things that you already eat. I would say my biggest advice in life is just listen to your body. Like your body knows exactly what what it needs, and I don't like it, but just whatever tender your body is, like your body knows, and your body's so wise. And like learning the tools in your life to be able to listen to that is going to open your life to immense amount of amazing possibilities that you're not even aware of yet farmers markets like you can find so many amazing things at the farmers markets and then come up with new recipes of how to fix them and that's what i love that yeah and from a food safety standpoint it's way easier to avoid contaminants with vegetables 
I would say, first of all, have fun with it. It's so fun. You know, you get to know all of these like different spices and all this variety of vegetables that you get to use. Go to the farmer's market, like check out, be like, I don't know what that is. I'm going to buy it. And then like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, you know, playfulness, you know, um, it doesn't have to be serious just because you're vegan or a vegetarian. All you have to do is try to reduce. You don't have to treat it like a binary, like you have to go 100% vegan. Just try a vegan option next time you go out to eat. So I would say, you know, it doesn't have to be an all or nothing like I, what I did, but just like starting by, you know, like the meatless Monday or start with, where you can. Start with what you can do. Yeah. I started with what I could do and I was very happy. I have not looked back. It's been almost eight years now. Yeah. And yeah, I definitely noticed a lot of positive changes. So, yeah, I would say a lot of people look at, okay, what are you not having? Mm-hmm. Right. But I actually say what I ate actually expanded yeah. because I used to just eat the same thing all over and over again. But then I discovered all these different foods. You know, like I used to not like mushrooms and now it's like, oh, okay, now I like mushrooms. Now I like asparagus. Now I like this and different dishes. So it was actually, it's kind of a journey and it's kind of exciting to try different things that I'd never tried before. So I would say for people, you know, don't look at like what you're not having. Look at what you will be. Thank you to everyone who came and stopped to talk to me at my booth at VegFest. It was really amazing to connect with you all, and I'm so excited to share your stories and hope to keep being able to do so because when we have people that are on the internet that have a bazillion followers, it might seem easy for them to do a lifestyle change, but these are just people who were looking for community, who were happy to be around other folks who thought like this. I love how many people were there for community that shows the importance for being able to lean on each other when I think someone said swimming upstream, which I loved that analogy. And a lot of people just talked about starting with what you can, doing what you can and what makes sense for you without burning yourself out. So remember those tips from these very intelligent people who have been down this road. And don't forget, I am totally here for you if this episode inspired you to go vegan, try a plant-based diet or anything of the like. If you're hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode of Consciously Clueless. And for that, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this new episode. And if you did, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or tag me and share in social media. Share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. To get more resources, influence on topics covered, and bonus content, join the Consciously Clueless community over on Patreon at patreon.com slash consciouslycarly. And don't forget, if you need help living more consciously, let's work together. Email me today. See you next Wednesday for a new episode. Hi there. My name is Amy Fagan, and I want to talk for just a second about my sustainability podcast called Grounded in Maine Podcast. I'm passionate about sustainability and I'm dedicated to promoting its importance through this weekly podcast. I'm a student of life, and I love learning about people's stories. Do you have a story about sustainability? I'm curious to learn about you, too. Please follow me on Instagram at Grounded in Maine Podcast, and find my podcast wherever you listen. (laughs) 